Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tip Show. Show. A show designed to assist man in his quest to succeed on Pinterest. If you have interests in the content you want to share, content you want your clients to see, learn ways to grow and succeed in this unique and exciting world, one man will assist you on your journey. To become a pinner and grow your presence online, men and women can share in the success. And here to show you how is your host, is your host Jeff C. Adding testosterone, one pin at a time. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tips Podcast. I'm Jeff C., and you're not. I know it's been like forever since I released a new podcast episode. Between sending my son off to college and launching some new shows over on Social Media Examiner, things have been crazy over here at the Man Cave. But I'm turning over a new leaf. It's fall, and it's the perfect time for turning over leaves, or at least raking them up. Anyways, here's the first of some new content that will be coming your way. Today's show, we're going to be talking about some news on Pinterest and Instagram. Pinterest released some new numbers recently, and no surprise there, they're growing. And I recently went on Social Media Examiner's Social Media Marketing Talk Show to discuss that news. Here's part of that conversation. Okay, so I jumped the gun on Instagram being done. Yes, but but Pinterest, we love Pinterest. So so now Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest came out with new numbers. They have over a quarter of a billion users worldwide. That's a 25% increase. 80% of the new signups come uh, from outside the U.S. But um, one of the cool things is that this company, you know, Pinterest is kind of, you've got the big boys like Facebook and Instagram, and then you've got on the other side, it's like Twitter and kind of LinkedIn. And then Pinterest kind of just shoots right in the middle. But they're really on track to do some cool things. Uh, they're on track to top 700 million in revenue this year, and it's a, uh, a 50% increase over last year. And it's speculated that they're probably going to go public in 2019. But mm. um, anyway, there's there's more than 250 million people who use Pinterest each month, and they say it's you know well it's more than the population of Brazil, but you know whatever. Um, but it's, it's a lot of people are using Pinterest, and they're actually saying that, uh, according to a Nielsen study, 98% of pinners, they go out and try ideas that they find on Pinterest. Um, and that's way more than like 71% of the other social media platforms. Um, the other, other apps and social platforms are, are all about connecting with friends and inviting more people to join. Pinterest, they say, is the place to reconnect with yourself. And the one of the reasons I like Pinterest, it's not really a social media platform. It's 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 designed for sharing and collecting ideas more than, you know, like catching up with what Eric's doing, you know. Right. What there's no fake news. There's it's no not- political there's no political posts. It's just, you know, <laughs> and and I love Facebook for friends, but some live videos I really you're I'm sorry, but your your kid isn't that talented to stream their live dance recital. I'm sorry. I don't need unless I'm like that's my cousin or something. I don't yeah. I don't need to see that. Yeah. So Pinterest is refreshing in that way that you don't have that kind of stuff. All right. And they and they want to be that way. So and they're also they have 175 uh, billion pins now on Pinterest and that's up for from 75%. So um yeah, it's growing. If you're not on there, especially if you have a product or you're trying to drive traffic to your site, 
once again, I always preach this. You, you, you need to be on Pinterest because they've been adding new features. They have the Pinterest lens. They got new ways to organize stuff. Now you can pin video. We're actually doing that with the journey and we're seeing yes. some traffic that way. So um, it's, it's very, very cool. So get on Pinterest. Yeah. Uh, so then you if know. we were to, we've, we're saying all this, you know, Pinterest jazz to marketers, but jazz, jazz. Pinterest, yeah, Pinterest jazz. Uh, I won't even try to come up with a joke. Pinterest is launching an influencer <laughs> marketing API. Right. I'm like, well, wait, but if you're not a social network, I guess it still makes sense though, for, because of how many people are, are they're really, driving they're, traffic. Yeah. And they're really going for creators because so right. many creators put their stuff on Pinterest to get traffic back to their site. So what this is doing, and there are already Pinterest influencers out there where people are getting, you know, deals to pin so much, you know, they'll work with Target and Pinterest together to do stuff. We've had Holly Homer on the show, and I know she's done deals uh, with people with Pinterest. Uh, Peg Fitzpatrick, I know, has done some some cool stuff as an influencer, you know, part of the package is that they'll do so many much stuff for them on Pinterest. And so this is a new API, which is opened up to third-party influencer marketing platforms. And those platforms are like Open Influence, Hyper, Clear, Aspire IQ, and we've got a whole list, you know, in their thing. But it's it's for those companies that are working with influencers. And what it does is it gives uh, companies who are looking for influencers like uh, visibility with their key stats, like monthly views, followers, impressions, click-through, saves, something they need to do to make a decision to partner with those influencers. And so uh, it's a it's a great way that they're they're really reaching out. Pinterest had a big uh, gathering in, in their corporate headquarters where they got a bunch of these creators together and talked with them. They do a really good job, and they're really trying to get more people getting involved and listening to and helping out the creators, helping them to make money, by putting their products on Pinterest. And so uh, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, it, I mean, it sounds like one of the missing pieces as far as what marketers needed uh, in order to really have some success on Pinterest, which again, is one of those networks that's being rediscovered all the time. Mm -hmm. Like in the past, I'm telling you, in the past few weeks, I've seen people say, uh, oh, people are still using Pinterest? And then others respond, yes, it's my biggest driver of traffic. Right, like, so there's there's been a, a since Facebook kind of put the kibosh on a lot of the traffic, you know, for a lot of publishers and even bloggers and other influencers, publishers have seen this resurgence in traffic from Pinterest because of the, the new Pinterest, I mean, the new Facebook newsfeed. So uh, BuzzFeed, actually, I was reading a report, they actually go and use Pinterest to see as a barometer how good a post is. And uh, some of their activity that they even do more of Pinterest is driven how what people are sharing to Pinterest, like somebody will see something funny on the web from BuzzFeed and they'll pin it to Pinterest. Well, that's a signal to BuzzFeed that that's good content. And they use, you know, they put more oomph behind it. They share it out to different places. They may retweet it or do whatever. And so they're using Pinterest as kind of a barometer to see what's working. So um, it is almost more permanent in a sense. It's I yeah. curated this. I collected right. this. That's a good point. Right. And the other thing is, is publishers and advertisers on Pinterest, they're not competing with friend content on, on 
on Pinterest. So like on point. Facebook, you are competing against, like I said, the, the dance recital or whatever of your <laughs> friends on Pinterest. You don't have that. You're not, you're not competing. You're competing with other content or, or, or a pretty image, a better looking image, or that's kind of what you're competing against. You're not competing against that whole family and friends things because people are going to Pinterest to dream and to plan and to, you know, think outside of the box and, you know, discover new things. Um, and that's the cool thing about this influencer API is a, 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 a Pinterest creator's influences extends uh, uh, farther than just the number of people who follow them. So because of the way the Pinterest algorithm works, just because I pin some, if I pin something about, you know, how Pinterest and Shopify work together, just not my followers are going to see it. People who are interested in Shopify will see it and people who are interested in Pinterest will see it and they will show up in their algorithm depending on how many people are, are repinning it. And so when people, when they look at that number, it's just not that number of your followers. It's exponentially larger than that because of the way Pinterest works. You know, the funny thing is that after this show, there is even more Pinterest news that came out. Brand consultancy Profit just published a list of America's top brands based on a survey of more than 12,000 U.S. customers who were asked about, you know, 299 brands in 37 different industries. And their scores were based on four criteria that added up to what Profit calls brand relevance. Um, customer obsessed to deliver what customers want, pervasively innovative to find new ways and new products deliver what customers want and ruthedly uh, pragmatic to make sure their products are available to consumers at the time they are needed and distinctively inspired to drive an emotional con uh, connection to the brand. Now, this is what's cool. Pinterest came up number three behind Apple and Amazon. This was really surprising to me for them to be ranked that high. And they're the only kind of social media company to make the top 10. And it was that was Pinterest, which respondents say makes them feel inspired and it engages with them in new and creative ways, which is what Pinterest has said from the beginning that they want to do. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat didn't even make the top 100. In fact, Facebook dropped 102 places on the list to rank 220. 25th, no, 205th in that survey. Instagram dropped 72 places to rank 131st. Snapchat dropped uh, 87 places to 197. And Starbucks dropped 93 places to rank 153rd. Um, so what's the biggest takeaway from all this Pinterest news? Here's my top three takeaways from all the news that came out recently. Pinterest is around to stay. Uh, it's different enough from all the other networks. It's, it's developed this rabid fan base, and it's useful. Uh, we've talked before, it's more of a search engine than a social network. People enjoy using Pinterest because it's all about discovery for them. There's no political posts. There's no fake news. It's just photos and links for them to save, to dream about, and to do, and to do later, and to collect. You know, and the second takeaway is Pinterest has always been about traffic for brands, for companies, for solopreneurs with these new video pins. These are new way and, and new ways to run promoted pin ads. Pinterest is themselves reaching out to creators. I really believe Pinterest traffic will continue to grow as people put more effort into it. So here's the question. Is it too late for you if you've never tried Pinterest before? Of course not. It is still growing, and it's not hard to get started. 
and most people notice a traffic increase once they really start developing a Pinterest strategy. And the third thing is this, if you have a product, Pinterest is a no-brainer. People buy off of Pinterest. 98% of pinners go out and try ideas that they find on Pinterest. And there, there's been studies where people are going around the stores with Pinterest opening and shopping. So the part of Pinterest that includes items to buy, that is the fastest growing part of the platform. And it's up 115% in the last year. Now, you definitely, if you have one, to put your product up there. But I'd also argue that if you have any sort of like downloadable, like an ebook, a workbook, or a free giveaway in exchange for like a lead or a uh, newsletter subscription, you need to do that. Pinterest is something you really, really need to take a hard look at. Since we're talking about e-commerce uh, so much, I, I need also talk about what's been happening with Instagram's shoppable posts. Now, you can actually now have shoppable posts in stories. And once again, I break it down on the Social Media Examiner talk show. Take a listen. We're going to talk about yes. Instagram shopping, which I yeah. think is becoming a recurring topic because we every time we talk about Instagram and shopping, we have this this question of, well, are you buying stuff off Instagram? And, and the answer to me is yes. Even though I'm not a quote shopper, like I see mm -hmm. things on Instagram and I buy them, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about new stuff, brand new yeah. stuff. So yes. clue us in. I think this is going to be huge for a lot of people. Yes. So the big thing is, is now you can have shoppable, uh, you can shop from stories. And so one of the big stats they threw out is it's now a daily destination for uh, more than 400 million accounts globally. And the, the cool thing is one third of those are stories from businesses, because you would think that, you know, they're going to swipe right through businesses. But no, people are actually watching those stories. And so the cool thing now is with stories you can use if you're a business, you need a business business account for this is they have what are called product stickers. And I think we have a, a screenshot of that up, but they work just like um, you would use if you have you've been using them in, in the post in the feed, actually having a picture and then having it, it so there's a little shopping tag. And if you pause long enough, there's a little dot you can click on and it goes to your checkout page uh, for your store. Um, like oh, right here, Kim, this is what it looks like now for stories. And you can see it says uh, a silk button down cami. That's the Instagram shopping stickers. In fact, I look fabulous in that, by the way. Um, I was but, thinking uh, how cute it is. Yeah, you know, so it, it looks it looks great. It keeps me cool. So um, so on this picture, though, I got a question. So yeah, there's there's a little like transparent kind of a piece that comes up off of right. the sticker. Um, that's when you touch it. That's when you touch the sticker. So when Before you touch the looks, sticker, that comes up. Then the C right. detail goes up and you tap that. Right. Okay. Yes. And it, lo it works kind of like an app mention. You can tap it once and it changed to like a transparent background like you can do with the with the other uh, stickers on Instagram. But it works just the same way as it, the, the uh, shoppable posts in the feed. And the cool thing is, is when this news broke, I went to because some of my clients have we've had shoppable posts for a long time and we use them almost every day and i had that sticker on my account so it worked yeah. seamlessly i didn't have to enable anything it i just went to the story and it worked and it was just another option with when you pull up your stickers uh, to add that to your post so it's very very cool very very seamless they do something that um 
they let you, they go to your mobile version to check out. So it's just directing them when you shut when you set up the uh, product on your Facebook account or with Shopify. One of the things you have to do is you know it goes to your checkout process. So it, you have to have a mobile version of your site, and it goes right there. Instagram really doesn't have anything to do with it. It just uh, takes you to that checkout page, but it makes it very very seamless. Now, is this for products only, or for example, like could Kim set this up to where? we'd be able to have a social media marketing world sticker that if people tapped it would have a see details and then would take them I, over. To- it does. It takes them to the, the, the actual checkout page. So it's like the, the cart where it has a description of whatever you're purchasing. And then, you know, you finish up by clicking to purchase that way. So we could, and in fact, I actually emailed Kim this morning saying, Hey, can we do this? Because even if we make well, one sale, it's worth doing. I knew you did. I was just presenting it as, right. as a hypothetical. Oh, okay. That's right. I, I did mention it. Too. So <laughs> I think it, I, it would work. I think it's it's another thing. You know, people say, yeah. oh, big ticket items. I've bought a lot of big ticket items through uh, my phone. I think it's getting less and less with Apple Pay and all that stuff that's built into your phone. I think people are really getting comfortable, especially the, the younger generations with paying for stuff with their phone. I mean, I actually got airline flights for my wife because on her phone because I was like I was in a restaurant and she had to get back real quick. So yeah. I think people are getting more and more comfortable with spending, you know, money on big ticket items. Well, so this really dives into being able to just make it more uh, useful for, yeah. for businesses. Well, but even in even in re- recent episodes of the journey, we and you can go watch those and you can see that like the findings are that it's not just they either buy or they don't. It's that they get exposed to something and then they think about it and get a, in uh, right. not introduced, what's the word, exposed to it enough times right. over time. So even if it's not that, yeah, even if it's not that first point of sale, it's that extended like, you know, you, you get them in on a story as right. either the first point or even one of the many touch points in between them eventually becoming a purchaser. So, yeah. So, also, when they were they they rolled this out as a test at the beginning, and so like they had this is the number that shocked me. It was ninety million people already tap at shopping tags. So that was just when they were rolling out the test. This is not since the global rollout that they just uh, announced. So there's a lot of people who are doing this. And the cool thing as a business, you're able to see the number of taps on the shopping sticker, how many people tap through to the website. Um, and they partnered, I mean, and it's really it's super easy if you have a Shopify account. And, you know, Shopify has like 500, I mean, half a million people who use their their platform. Yeah. That now can just tie in. You can do it with, the cool thing is it's just like, you just add it. Like I added Pinterest, I added Instagram, and now I have all that stuff all on one platform. And it's really, really cool. Um, so it's going to make it really easy for people to use these shoppable stickers. Okay, so what do we need to do to get in on this? Like, who can do it? Is it available to everybody? Um, if you can add something to your Facebook, for me, you know, for the the big account that has the shoppable stickers, I didn't have a Shopify account. I was able to add it uh, as through the Facebook catalog. You know, you can have those. Uh, you can have your catalog on Facebook gotcha. and do it that way, and it, it transfers right to your Instagram store. So that's how I did it. Now you can also do it, and I've done it for some, like Manly Plunder and stuff. Uh, one of my, my T-shirt site that I test stuff on. <laughs> I've been able to add you know Pinterest and Instagram to that as well. So it's real, and that's a Shopify site. So that's really really seamless. Uh, so those are kind of the ways to, to add it to your site. But once you have it on Facebook, where you can sell, you should be able to just go right to Instagram and the catalog. You can once you upload something to Facebook, it automatically adds to your catalog and you can see it inside of Instagram and you can tag it that way. And you just tag it like a normal post. Very cool. All right. Well, we're going to have to look into this. 
Yes. Yeah, um, you can do that. One of the things I do want to say, you know, people ask the question, what about IGTV, their newest thing? Well, they mentioned in this uh, kind of breaking news that uh, they're not really thinking about adding it right now. They may do it in the future, but they don't have any plans to make, you know, shopping tools to, to the live video part of it. And the other thing, and te I think TechCrunch brought this up, is like, don't just build your platform. Now we, everybody's like, oh, we've got, we can sell stuff on Instagram. Remember what happened with Facebook back in the day when they had, you know, the, all the publishers were able to put their stories on Facebook. And then all of a sudden, you know, Facebook cut, you know, the, the fire hose pretty much and everything dried up. And a lot of people were scrambling to figure out how to get traffic and, you know, their, their uh, products out and all that stuff. So, you know, use this as one of your channels, but don't do it all. You know, don't go all in and say, I'm just going to sell on Instagram because that's where all my people are. You still want to, you know, get them on your newsletter, bring them to your website because this is brand new. And we all know how Facebook does when they have something brand new. They do it really, really easy for people to get in and get really sucked into the platform. And it's really cheap and the ads are cheap and everything's cheap. And then they start going, hey, you guys all like this. So we're going to start charging. Now, I'm very excited to see where Instagram is going with their ability to have posts and stories be shoppable. Now, I've had shoppable posts on a couple of my clients for a while now, and it works really well. Uh, one client has actually seen double the website traffic since we started using shoppable posts in their feed. Now, I still don't think that the posts have as much reach as what a normal Instagram post does, but if it's sending traffic that converts to sales, I really don't think that matters. And it'll be really interesting to see how this will work with stories. Since stories seems to be in more of like a more intimate type of storytelling, will this help sales or will people really like those types of calls to action in stories? I still don't have enough data to make an educated guess. Um, the other takeaway is that I think the shopping channel that they're testing right that they're beginning to test and explore will be a great way for companies to be discovered. Remember, though that's still a test and just when you if you get this if once it it rolls out to everybody Remember that just throwing like a quick poster story that has a product linked into it, I don't really think will cut it. You'll need to use creative storytelling to have that post feel organic and not like you're just pitching a product to your audience. Uh, brands that are able to do this consistently, I think will have a greater chance to be featured in that Explorer section, which will lead to greater discoverability. And the last takeaway I'd like to mention is while shoppable posts are a great new feature in Instagram, I would be really hesitant to place all my bets on selling on Instagram. You know, I know some people who have built their entire sales channel uh, on Instagram and other certain platforms only to see later on that their entire sales channel dry up when that platform changed its algorithm. Now use Instagram, go ahead, use it all you want. Milk all the money you can out of it if you're getting sales there, but always have a backup plan and don't, don't neglect your other channels for the new and shiny features a social platform may offer you. Build relationships with your customers and fans, get them to visit your website and sign up for your newsletter. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. 
So that's all we have for this week's edition of the Manly Pitcher's Tips podcast. Thanks so much for being patient on waiting for these new episodes to roll out, and I promise I will do better. If you'd like to ask me a question, share some news, or would just like to chat a little bit, feel free to email me at jeff at manlypinteresttips.com. That's jeff at manlypinteresttips.com. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining Jeff on his mission to help you be successful in the Pinterest world. Would you like to take part in a live show? Be sure to join Jeff's email community at manlypinteresttips.com. Adding testosterone. One pin at a time.